Welcome to one more episode, Micro Podcast Digital Transformation Industry 4.0 and Emerging Technologies. I am Vijay Gunti and I am your host today. With me today is Atul Wahi. Atul is uh, into the digital transformation space uh, along with the Internet of Things, artificial intelligence, and machine learning. Also, he is into technology, sustainability, business transformation, and also marketing. And his specific segments are into Internet of Things, AI. ARVR, smart grids, smart cities, LED lightning, and so on and so forth. Welcome, Atul, for our, to our micro podcast. Can you please introduce yourself to the audience? Sure. Uh, Vijay, first of all, thank you very much uh, for welcoming me to your podcast. Um, and uh, for your listeners, um, I have been you know, basically working in the industry on smart lighting and IoT space really focused on sustainability um, over the last uh, 18 years. Uh, my focus is uh, working um, in industries to do with um, retail, um, also with um, street lighting where intelligence is uh, used. Uh, and just to, just to you know, give you an idea in terms of the journey that I've had, um, I started working, first of all, as an application engineer and moved into uh, sales because uh, what I always wanted was, you know, to uh, make people aware about technologies which can help um, companies and individuals be more uh, sustainable. Uh, and that's where I am today. So today I actually have a practice on uh, digital transformation, which uh, also supports um, companies and individuals on things like um, smart LED lighting, IoT sensors, uh, humidity sensors, temperature sensors, and also um, smart grid, which you mentioned earlier. Uh, good to know, Atel. Uh, so my next question is about, uh, we keep hearing digital transformation, you know, right? Uh, and uh, and the, you, you, we saw a lot of challenges, uh, especially into the, uh, the domain space you're working. Can you throw some light on that, uh, especially how these digital transformation challenges could be? Yeah, sure. So I think, first of all, for your listeners, it would be very useful to um, know in terms of, you know, what is my opinion about digital transformation? What I see is, you know, digital transformation is really an adoption of, uh, let's say, digital technology uh, to transform either services or businesses, uh, which, you know, we really replace um, non-digital or manual processes with uh, digital processes. Um, let me just give you a quick example. So, you know, when you go to... Um, a shopping mall. Uh, previously, all the payment was done uh, through cash, and now it is um, cashless payment. Let's say, or um, and and you're using cards with uh, with NFC chip. And this is one of the simple examples of uh, digital transformation. As an example, in retail, my experience, a lot of my experience has been in the sustainable and uh, smart building space. Uh, and what we have seen in this particular area. Um, owners of these buildings and enterprises would really like to know how, um, how can their assets be monitored? How can buildings be actually managed better? So the buildings of today, uh, or let's say the buildings of future are gonna be the ones which are gonna be able to see, hear, sense and smell. And why, uh, why this drive for smart buildings is mainly because if you look at uh, the United Nations Sustainability Development um, uh, Goals, 
the world needs to really half the emissions by 2030. Uh, so to limit global overheating by 1.5 degrees, this is only going to be possible by using new technologies. And digital transformation is one such technology. You know, everybody talks about digital transformation, but really the question again is, how does it help uh, to an uh, enterprise? It's all about being proactive or reactive based on the data that they are seeing changing trying to see you know what are the competitive conditions what are the what are the strategies um, over there uh, you mentioned about challenges so the challenges what i have seen is you know individuals and businesses looking at um, you know poor processes working really on legacy systems which cannot be aligned um, not enough know how there's also a lot of employee disengagement and the reason where i've seen the employee disengagement is there's never a solid vision to start with you know why you know this this question of why why are we doing digital transformation what does digital transformation actually involve um, and even when sometimes you know the why you start the process and many times i've seen the budget is limited so you, you go through a few milestones but you're not able to complete it as a result you know this um, this uh, digital transformation is not completed the other challenge uh, or one of the key challenges I've seen, uh, you would have heard as well. You know, so much, uh, so many high-profile hacking cases have taken place uh, with enterprises. Now, globally, by 2021, it's expected that you know six trillion dollars of business is going to be impacted due to uh, hacking alone. So, security is a key aspect when it comes to digital transformation. So this is something um, what I would sum up as some of the key challenges that I have seen uh, within the digital transformation space. Uh, true, Atul. Uh, so uh, thanks for sharing the challenges. Uh, so coming to the, the benefits and opportunities, especially in the, uh, the digital transformation space or phase we are going out. Can you also throw some light on that? Yes. Um, so, you know, digital transformation, the, I think I mentioned earlier in challenges is the why, and this goes in, ties in very well with what are the business benefits. Uh, one of the thing is when you're applying the framework, so digital transformation is a combination between the right processes and of course, digital technology, whether it is IOT, a combination of uh, AI, machine learning, um, a blockchain, here, when you see, when you're applying these principles to the business, there are um, a number of enhanced data collection points. Uh, when you have these data collection points, um, what, what really happens is that you're, you do have access to a lot of data. The point is, what are you able to do with this uh, data? So the benefit is, uh, let's say again, in a retail uh, example, the data that you get from customers at different touch points how are you able to provide a good customer service to this particular customer uh, for the data that they are providing? You know, customer is able to give you that brand loyalty, but in return, the customer needs good customer service. Uh, I'll give you a simple example. You know, I walk into um, a television showroom and I like one of these uh, flat screens. When I'm looking at the flat screen television, at the same time, I, I, I want to know, uh, you know, what is the spec of the television? Um, how quickly can it... Um, uh, provide me with, uh, you know, what sort of screen it has, what sort of resolution it has. I want the information seamless without even the uh, attendant 
uh, within this uh, store and board. And how is that possible? I'm seeing that, um, been seeing it with augmented reality, for example, which is another example of digital transformation in retail. Um, now, businesses can also be more sustainable. Uh, as I mentioned uh, earlier, uh, I really work within this particular space. And there is a huge drive, um, especially in Europe, uh, towards net zero. And net zero is really uh, means that cutting your carbon emissions as businesses and making sure your carbon footprint uh, is um, reduced. And uh, when it comes to sustainability and the sustainable development goals, digital transformation is going to play a key role. Uh, for example, in uh, farming, you know, there's SMS-based location-specific weather information which is provided. And this kind of information is vital for farmers to uh, farm the crops um, in the right way. That way they can save water. That way the crops can grow better. Again, this is uh, a business benefit as a result of applying the digital transformation. Digital transformation can also provide you with a competitive advantage uh, because you know, many people uh, are still, um, you know, their, their businesses are not aligned with digital transformation. So if you have that particular asset where your processes are aligned, where you have the right technology and you're making use of the technology in the right way, um, as per the KPIs that you have agreed, then it can act as a very good competitive uh, advantage. Uh, also, by applying digital transformation, you're able to reduce your operational expenses because, you know, let's say if, uh, in an IT uh, institution, now a lot of the things are taking place um, in the cloud. Uh, as a result, you know, you don't need on-premise uh, software, whereas you can get access to this with licenses. So you are also able to cut down the cost. So this, I just wanted to give uh, your listeners a flavor of digital transformation and the business benefits across few different verticals. Uh, true, Atul, right? I think uh, there's a bright future, especially for the digital transformation space across different industries. Uh, so thanks for sharing uh, the challenges and also the uh, benefits. Now coming to the business models, you know, the COVID uh, has changed the total business, new business norm uh, coming into the picture. Uh, so how do you think these business models, uh, especially in the digital transformation space, are going to be? Yes, I mean, uh, that's a very good uh, question, Vijay, because um, what I have seen definitely um, with the impact of COVID, if anything, there's huge acceleration of uh, digital transformation. Uh, what that means is, you know, if I take a smart building, for example, you know, where people were first not so, um, you know, aware about their physical infrastructure, due to COVID, now they are also, you know, they think, how can their own buildings be managed remotely? How can they get the information uh, about the buildings, heating, ventilation, air conditioning, the fire, flood detection systems, the smart grid systems? How can they get all that information remotely without getting an engineer on site? This particular concept and this particular thought process has definitely accelerated during, digital transform um, during uh, the COVID times um, is something I'd like to highlight. Businesses, uh, are also now coming to think that, um, you know, COVID is one of the pandemics that has taken place um, and we are all still in the midst of this. Um, but businesses are disrupted now. And I think disruption is going to be the norm and we need to learn to uh, be able to navigate this if anything similar were to happen again in the future. Uh, and as a result, what I've also seen is there's huge investment 
when it comes to uh, the cloud, uh, more moving on from on-premise to working in the cloud uh, as a result of more remote working taking place. And um, with regard to uh, the human resource point of view, because a lot of people have been working um, remotely or remote work has been popular in this uh, situation, uh, employee well-being uh, has taken a hit. And this is, this is an issue which a lot of um, human resource personnel are looking at uh, as a side effect of people working remotely. How can the employee still be engaged? Because many times they feel uh, isolated. So this is, let's say, you know, the other, other side of the coin. Uh, you mentioned earlier about um, the business model. Business models where I see is um, with digital transformation, a lot of things are going to take place uh, on an OPEX uh, side of the business because uh, capital expenditure as a result of um, COVID not having a real clarity uh, sometimes in terms of how your business is uh, performing, it is very important where you can actually have those uh, cost savings. So, you know, whether you're looking at digital transformation or other systems, you're definitely seeing that there is more push to models which are favorable for uh, OPEX or operational um, investment rather than huge capital um, investment. Uh, so, and also digital transformation is um, giving rise to many subscription-based uh, models. Uh, you know, we all know about Amazon's and Netflix of this world. Um, and if you're looking at various software as a service uh, business models, they are also focused on um, subscription-based business models. So, you know, making sure there's not huge capital investment. So that is where I see the business models uh, take uh, more stronghold. Uh, yeah, I think very exciting times in future and also a lot of uncertainty. Uh, so, yeah, uh, so now uh, let's uh, shift gears, uh, Atul, right? I know we are talking more on the business models and stuff like that. So to make it into reality, right? So we need some uh, references or like use cases or case studies, uh, which uh, you have worked or you might be working right now. Can you also share some of your experiences right over there? Sure. Um, and I think it's, it's very uh, useful always to align it with the examples uh, in the real world. Um, so I've worked in um, with um, drone manufacturers, so people who manufacture drones for precision agriculture. Uh, I've worked in the space of smart buildings where, um, as I mentioned earlier, with the heating, ventilation, air conditioning, um, and also the energy within the building being, uh, being monitored. Um, and being analyzed on the dashboard. Uh, smart cities, for example, where uh, street lighting um, is converted into LED lighting to cut the carbon footprint. And these connected, uh, connected cities really also having um, um, their 5G uh, infrastructure set up on street lights because 5G um, will need a lot of densification, uh, for example. And street lights are a very um, useful um, and a very easy uh, system to have uh, 5G uh, infrastructure uh, on them. Um, so to elaborate more, I would like, uh, like to take the example of, let's say, logistics. I was actually approached by a big uh, logistics uh, company a few years back um, when I was uh, working for um, one of the companies where 
this logistic company wanted to reduce their carbon footprint uh, and wanted to use new technology. So these were the two key criteria to start off a brainstorming, uh, but they didn't know how they were going to achieve this. Uh, so when we actually went uh, to their uh, warehouse, we did a survey, uh, you know, trying to find out where, uh, where can the efficiencies be brought into their system and what can be applied uh, in terms of uh, digital transformation. So what we figured out is that within this warehouse, over 70% um, of energy was being consumed by lighting and in fact, uh, heating their uh, store area. So there was a lot of energy consumption uh, you know, within this area. So clearly, clearly reducing that uh, carbon footprint or energy consumption within this particular space would provide us with the maximum benefit so what we came up um, with a suggestion and proposal, which we worked through, was to replace their traditional fluorescent lighting with LED lighting system, provided them with uh, control systems. So it was a combination of smart lighting uh, solution, which provided them um, over 85% energy production. Uh, sensors were also linked uh, here uh, based on... Um, based on Wi-Fi connectivity. And then what was seen is that these sensors were only, um, they, were, they were used for uh, monitoring the energy consumption, but at the same time, we had sensors which um, had presence detection in them to support the forklift uh, drivers within the warehouse to be able to access the aisles, um, unload the, um, you know, unload their, um, um, goods when they need it, but only would light up when the forklift truck is in process. That way, only the energy is consumed only when it's really, uh, really needed. So this was, you know, clear evidence for us that how digital transformation um, can be applied uh, in a sustainable way to, let's say, to make a building smart. In this case, it was uh, a big uh, logistics warehouse. Um, and in fact, what we then decided this was this was you know one of the first phases of the project. The next phase of the project was to look at a pattern uh, in terms of how um, consumers are actually ordering on this particular warehouse or how this warehouse is being used for space. And the reason there is uh, was very clear. The reason was to see how can the warehouse space be aligned the best use based on the ordering pattern. You know, if a customer X ordered, um, let's say these thousand parts every three months, would it not make sense to, uh, you know, place it uh, more close um, uh, in terms of the pickup? So, so making sure that the ordering pattern was in line with the uh, customer requirement and we kept an eye on this pattern. So the idea moving forward is to apply artificial intelligence to this to make sure that the warehouse is automatically uh, looking at the probability of when the stock is going to be um, empty and align the warehouse cells accordingly. So the warehouse becomes more optimum in terms of uh, space planning, space saving, and you are also able to save time uh, during the delivery. Plus you're cutting the carbon footprint because you're not going to be moving from aisle to aisle so often. So 
as a combination, this 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 example, uh, you know, should give you an overview uh, in the field uh, the application of digital transformation for sustainability purpose. Uh, I would like to share another example uh, on uh, sustainability. So, farmers, for example, what I'm seeing um, in just to give you an example. Um, I'm involved in a project called Connect the Unconnected, which is a not-for-profit uh, organization. And uh, the main goal of this organization is to solve the digital divide. And, you know, there are still over 3 billion people on the planet who are not uh, having access to internet. And to them, what does digital transformation really mean? Um, so to just give an example, um, farmers, um, who were lacking, you know, basic data in terms of, you know, when is it going to rain? What is what is the type of crop I should be able to uh, sow to get the best uh, best produce? You know, what is the sort of fertilizer I'm able to use? So, so the easiest example for this is um, what I have seen is in my experience is the SMS-based uh, location-specific weather info. So knowing the GPS coordinates of this particular farmer uh, through the mobile phone, providing them really useful, easy to use uh, weather information. So the farmers are able to use it and grow the crops uh, in a better way, thereby um, you know, saving the water and also saving the crops. Because if the, um, the right nutrition is not provided to the crops, the right water is not provided to the crops, there is a loss uh, to the farmer, but then it's also uh, impacting in terms of the, uh, just, you know, in terms of the global warming. So why this is all very important, I'd like to highlight this, is because the world needs to half the emissions uh, due to climate change um, by 2030. So we are running out of time, and especially agriculture, forestry, and um, land uses account for over 25% of greenhouse gas emissions. So it's very important um, to know that why, uh, you know, I'm coming back to the same topic, very important to know why digital transformation before applying it and sustainability, sustainable development goals are one of the key areas for uh, applying digital transformation. Uh, fantastic use cases. I'm also a good, big fan of the sustainability. Be before COVID also, because I have been working on this energy and utilities domain at all, right? And then I see a very good uh, need at this point of time, especially for the sustainability goals and sustainability projects. Uh, and then uh, as you rightly said, right, the work you're doing on the digital divide. Absolutely. I totally agree with that, Vijay. Yeah, so my, coming to my last question, Atul, right? This is regarding, uh, again, I'm shifting the gears, right? Coming back to the, the skill set. Uh, so we would like to hear from you uh, about the, the career opportunities and the career exploration. I would like to use the word uh, for the fresher students and professionals in the current dynamic world of fast changing technologies. So can you share some of your advices uh, on this space? Yes. Uh, and, you know, I think, you know, I, I like to highlight that technology is is only as good as the purpose it is it is uh, supporting. Um, so, you know, for me, really, what uh, what is the key push for technology today is the sustainable development goals. Uh, there are things like aging population. There is a lot of urbanization out there. How do you solve these challenges? And that's where now technology such as digital transformation comes in, where uh, the, you know, the freshers can look at these challenges and see 
how are they going to be solving these challenges? These challenges could be solved with, you know, a combination of um, um, digital transformation technologies. It could be um, AI, which is very much in demand because you need a lot of uh, intelligent algorithms in place to take uh, the right um, decisions to be uh, to enable uh, to enable, you know, either business use cases um, which uh, which can be applied, for example. Um, then what I've also seen is there's there's going to be a more push towards um, IoT devices, especially when the 5G infrastructure is in place in uh, many countries. You will see um, a dearth of um, uh, 5G connectivity and uh, more IoT devices, which are going to be based on um, you know NB-IoT, for example, uh, and uh, CATM. These are you know you have. Uh, low power devices and a lot of these low power devices are going to be used so the freshers will uh, benefit from uh, knowledge when it comes to the 5g domain uh, and also looking at uh, various programming uh, languages and these programming languages of course uh, evolve you know what i say today may not be relevant uh, in a in a year's time when it comes to programming languages but i think the focus should really be what are the challenges that um, are being solved. Um, and on a high level, I would say, you know, areas like robotics, areas like drone, um, areas like uh, machine learning, um, and uh, never to forget a strong drive for net for zero, smart energy, mobility. These would be the key areas um, to look at and learn from. Because at the end of the day, the purpose um, is very important. So, you know, for example, digital uh, decarbonize through digital transformation is uh, my mantra, which I live by. Uh, true, right? I like the word decarbonize, right? Because I'm also a huge fan of that word, Atul. Uh, so uh, thanks uh, for sharing uh, your insights and joining us and giving you, uh, your piece of advice to fresher students on the career opportunities and also sharing your fantastic use cases, uh, especially on the sustainability. Uh, thank you for joining us again. Uh, pleasure, Vijay. And, uh, you know, before I go, I would like to let your listeners know, you know, by all means, uh, they can reach out to me. Um, uh, my email is atulwahi at uh, hotmail.co.uk. And they can also follow me on uh, Twitter at uh, atul underscore bahi. And uh, I'm all for sustainability and application of uh, technology, in this case, digital transformation towards meeting the SDG goals. Uh, I hope, um, uh, again, I'd like to thank you very much uh, for the opportunity, Vijay. Uh, thank you. Uh, sure, right. Definitely. Uh, like if the audience right, who are listening uh, reach out to me, I'll connect with you, Atul, uh, or else right, uh, they can reach out to you directly. Pleasure. Thank you very much, Vijay. Thank you.